Hey everyone, it's your favorite gals over at Our Kind of Homesteading. And today we're talking all about chickens. Everybody has them. They have backyard chickens, front yard chickens, farm chickens. House chickens. House chickens! It's a thing, people. So we're going to be talking, going over coops, how to protect your flock from predators, um, how to make a good coop so it's easy to clean, all that kind of stuff, your chicken health, common chicken ailments. Uh, what you should be feeding your chickens, and then a couple other little tidbits that people would like to know. Um, of course, if you guys have any questions, uh, hop over onto our uh, blog. Yes, at ourkindofhomesteading.com. And we answer more questions. We also give you guys some um, other little freebies. There's a first aid kit that you should have if you do have chickens on hand, as well as a good quiche recipe for all those extra eggs you're going to have. So let's get into it. So what everybody wants to know. Okay, so numero uno, the coop your chickens will be staying in, you know, during the day, laying their eggs, and especially at night, this is what will protect them from any and all predators, you hope. Mm -hmm. And depending on where you live, obviously city folk have, with their backyard chickens, have less predators than the country folk. And the further you go out, the more problems you will have. Um, <laughs> uh, there are obviously lots of things you can do. We have, but honestly, like you'll you'll think that your coop is so protected, and you've done it, and you're amazed, and you're like, it's beautiful. I love it. I painted it. Has flower boxes on the outside. It's perfect. <laughs> and that darn skunk will get in every time. Yep, those rascals and fox. Holy crap! Those things can fit through the smallest holes. What? the heck is happening i think yeah they're like the best contortionist ever like they can the squeeze their Houdinis. little bodies into little chicken wire sized squares um <laughs> so yeah so i we have some interesting predator stories i've actually had a golden eagle in our coop a golden eagle do you guys know how big a golden eagle is if you don't look it up right now their wingspan is literally as long or longer than an adult man's when he puts his arms out to his side it's larger than that longer it's amazing, and they're huge. Shauna literally had one mm -hmm. inside her chicken coop. Okay. Freaking terrifying. So you guys are like, how did you get a golden eagle in your chicken coop? <laughs> <laughs> so That's it's, a great question. Yeah. It's Okay, so how my our chicken coop is now. Structured. All right, yeah, structured. Thank you. Words are hard. Um, <laughs> we have two different sides, and so we have our regular chicken coop side, and then we have, like, for, you know, chickens that need some time alone or that are sick or anything like that we have a separate side for that well we also my husband was insistent that we got pigeons they are serbian high-flying pigeons yes we know you've never heard of them but my husband is serbian and so they he had them growing up and so we had to have them so anyways they were on the same side as what the sicker chicken should be on they weren't like sick sicker like you know chickens. they're not like you know spreading diseases everywhere but like chickens that need a moment like you know they need a moment, you know, <laughs> time of the month. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> so anyway, so on the top of the coop is a very small pigeon size hole. It's small. Like I'm like making my, I know you can't see my hands right now, but <laughs> it's small. And um, that for them to fly in and out of. And you think like. The pigeons. Yeah. To the fly pigeons, in and out. Not the chickens. <laughs> That'd be weird. But so 
we go out there and that's the only way I can think that this golden eagle got in was through this small hole which I don't know how he did it without injuring himself or losing several feathers because this thing was like the size of a small child and I don't get like scared that easily especially of like animals and I was scared it was like the talons were as big <laughs> as my hand and he's like holding onto the side of the coop and like staring at me like he was gonna jump out of that thing and eat me he was holding down a pigeon um and one yeah but he because his talons were so big it like covered the pigeon and didn't hurt it at all you know how like hawks will like pierce the i don't know if you know but anyways (laughs) so yeah and so i opened the (laughs) i opened the door and then i i ran for my life because i was certain it was out for blood it was (laughs) and it just got up and he's like okay if i can't have one of these pigeons it's you, Missy. That's who <laughs> well, I'm it getting. didn't even take the pigeon that it was holding. It just like got out of there, and most people would have been like, you know, get off of my property. But I was just like, <laughs> you're beautiful. You're, I'm keep it was you so pretty. It back. was so pretty, you. and I wish I had pictures of it so I could post them, but I don't, unfortunately. But that is our um, crazy predator story. We have lots of stories. Oh, so many. I, I I've never had a chicken in one of our or a chicken. You've never I've had a chicken. Never... In a chicken coop? <laughs> That's not a good start. (laughs) Not a good start. I've never had a golden eagle in a chicken coop. That, I think, is so crazy. Could you imagine that golden eagle dive bombing that little itty bitty hole? And like, all right, people, this is it. I, this you know, I it. just picture like more like cartoony style, like road runner. Seriously. Like, you know, like. So crazy. But we've had plenty of um, fox, skunk, possum. Possums freaking love chickens. They love them. And they're, they're cute, very though. adept at Possums getting into chicken the, coops and yeah. finding a way in like houdinis but you know anyways we're not saying like you should go out and like mass murder all of these predators no please don't do that they're part of the ecosystem leave them be people but you know you got to protect your chickens you got to protect obviously them and you want the eggs and you may might very much love your chickens like we love our chickens so um yeah so we'll get to and how you can keep them definitely protected okay so how like sherry said we are not big on killing predators. We're very much about coexisting with the nature around us and what we have. Yes. And so just predator deterrence is yes. our jam. It is and our jam. we have not had any issues. Sherry, on her property, they have LGDs. Not sure if you've heard of it. but Livestock they're... guardian dogs. They're specific breeds. There are several specific breeds, but they have to be these specific breeds. And they've been doing this job for thousands of years, um, just protecting large pieces of property and whatever happens to be on that property. And you can bond them to your to your other animals and stuff. And we will get into a podcast yes. all about We're LGDs. We're going to have a separate LGD um, about those dogs and how amazing they are at protecting and doing their jobs. But so um, that is one option, obviously, but you... Before you go out and do it, you need to do your research. We are going to do a podcast on that, so just hold your horses. Um, <laughs> the other thing, uh, hardware cloth. People, when you build your coop, you have to use this hardware cloth. It is a little bit more pricey, obviously, than the chicken wire, but it will protect your flock and your investment, ultimately. So it is worth it. Um, digging a trench and burying the hardware cloth. Yep. Uh, at least 12 inches down is also necessary. <laughs> I know it sounds like this is so much work, but it's necessary. But you you'll, and you'll thank yourself. And Absolutely. honestly, with a few people out there with, with, you know, the proper tools to dig a 12 inch trench into the ground, um, you know, it, it honestly doesn't take that long. 
And you will be thanking yourself later when all your friends are like, oh my God, a fox got into my chicken coop again. Oh my gosh, a possum got into my chicken coop. And you're like, nothing's getting into my chicken coop because I did the work. Sometimes bears, though, they don't really care about your cloth. (laughs) Well, okay. So obviously, gigantic bear, you know, hardware cloth. You can guess who's going to win. We're talking about the predators we're focusing on. The smaller ones that can, like, really get through tiny itty-bitty holes. Mm -hmm. Or that little itty-bitty lip at the very bottom of your chicken coop. And you're looking at it, and it looks like two inches. And you're like, no, nothing's getting through there. And you come out the next morning, and all your chickens are like, Massacred. Yes. Their eggs are Even gone. Even with the chicken like, wire, what lay down at the at the bottom? The yeah, hardware cloth is, is is so. This is necessary. where the hardware cloth comes into play. Um. Also, getting solar like motion activated lights. It's great easy. idea. It's yes. cheap. Yes. Um. The predator deterrent systems. I don't know if you guys have seen them at all. You can go hop on to Amazon or look at your local feed store. But they they look like a little monster in a box and <laughs> like legit eyes and that's where the light comes from yeah these, like, and they're solar monster eyes and so it actually looks like a person and so that scares the animal off yeah and the fact that this light just shines really quickly and it at usually the, at is the like a was it strobe kind of yeah so they, they do different trippy. things depending on how much you want to spend but they can be like 20 bucks it's really not that much to protect your animals or even doing those um decoy animals like we the ones you put in your garden like uh, the owls, the fake owls. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You can put those up. So those aren't as effective as like the predator predator deterrent systems. That's hard to say. But um, it might be worth checking it out. We don't have any of those, so we can't give a good review, but we might review one in the near future. Accurate. Um, so getting back to the actual like making it easy on you, the I, I have heard we only have wood floors and we clean those out. Um, pretty regularly and we use the the you know chicken poop and all that stuff on the floors for our garden every year but um i've heard linoleum is it's super inexpensive and it's super easy to use for your flooring and easy to clean so Mm. something something to think about if anybody uses linoleum let us know how you like it um so yeah so that is chicken coops anything to add over there chicken coops obviously you want to easy egg collecting usually lift up kind of things yeah we have like a basic like an outdoor area that's all enclosed and we used chicken wire and a non-climb fencing double we doubled it just because we wanted to be extra safe and um, the harbor cloth on the bottom and then we have an inside area that's made all of wood and there's windows but those have chicken wire on them as well and then we have a door in that inside area and there's boxes they love to lay in boxes and they make them all cozy with pine shavings, blah, blah, blah. And um, so it's really easy to collect the eggs. You just open it up and there's your eggs. You get them and you can, and it's, voila. and you know, it's a walk-in size, like for a person. I guess my husband has to mm-hmm. kind of stoop over my boys, my older boys, but my little girls can walk in. I can walk in and, you know, you just make it, you know, easy for you to get to those eggs. But a lot of coops have the outdoor ones where you lift up the part of the roof and you can reach in into the boxes. So however you want to do it, there's lots of things on the internet. We can post some stuff on the blog about different coops and um, what they look like. We can even post pics of what we have going. Yeah, layouts and um, all that good stuff. But yeah, what did I want to say about chicken coops? I had something I wanted to say. And you lost it. And I lost it. Dang it. Dang it. My memory. Um... I don't know. If I think of it, I'll just yell it into the microphone really quickly. <laughs> so moving on um, to chicken health. 
Very important, people. You know, chickens get sick. There's lots of different things that happen, but we're going to highlight some of the more common things and give you some quick fixes. Um, yeah, so let's get to it. Okay, so um, mites are... Ew. <laughs> Ew! Are super common. Um, and, okay, so obviously if you're free-ranging your chickens during the day and you lock them up at night, obviously... Um, Oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Here it is, people. Okay. Remember, come back to her. <laughs> a lot of people have this problem. When they go to collect their eggs and their chickens free range, the chickens are laying everywhere oh, and gosh. they can't find the eggs. Obviously. How like, did we forget to talk about this? Because I know. This, is like this is like the whole entire reason it's like that nemesis. we just built a huge outdoor, like an outdoor park run. Chicken yeah, chicken run. And we covered it with a garden netting. And so our chickens now... We have half that free range and half that don't. Because we all, literally, they would lay their eggs in inconspicuous places. Mm-hmm. The dogs would find them before we did. Mm-hmm. Or they're laying, like, on our neighbor's property, and they start brooding on a huge thing of eggs. And we we literally have over 100 chickens. Mm-hmm. And at one point, before we built the outdoor coop, we were not getting a single egg. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 100 hens. Not one oh, single egg. Oh, they're so naughty. So we have... Um... Had similar, not quite as drastic as Sherry's issues, but we've had issues with our chickens hiding their clutches, um, and our our hens. Like I know some people have a hard time. Like some hens like aren't broody. Like we always have like the broodiest hens like the alive, broodiest. where you're just like it's it's annoying. You know, people are like, "Yay, a broody hen!" and we're like, "Oh my god, another broody hen!" Yeah. So um, so f- with that, they love if you can just get like fake eggs at your feed store you can buy them online however you want to do it put a fake egg in their nest and so when you're taking the eggs from their nesting boxes they're more likely to still go and lay in that spot they still might get broody and they might want to lay on that fake egg but whatever let them be broody you might have to check you know every once in a while if you don't want any chicks if you do have roosters um you know they can it only is what three weeks for the gestation for the egg. Yeah, twenty-one days. So, um, yeah, so definitely check that out. It's easy. I I have never used this, but I've also heard that like uh, chicken drapes, <laughs> so they're more like hidden, mm. work really well on top of your boxes as well. So they basically go through the drape and it completely covers them, and then they'll keep laying in that spot because it, they feel so safe. So that's like where that's why they go under the bushes and lay their eggs and everything else. So try doing that. If nothing, if all else fails, you gotta lock up all your hens in that coop yep. for at least like a month. Retrain them basically and retrain them to lay in those boxes because yep. they'll keep going back to those same spots. So those are some tips on how to get your chickens to keep laying in those and that, boxes. That fake the fake egg is a. I mean, it's genius. And honestly, when we don't have fake eggs, I'll take a sharpie marker if I'm really if I really don't I'm like oh crap I don't have a fake egg what am I gonna do I'll leave one egg in each spot we find eggs and I will take a sharpie marker and mark the egg that I leave so that I know okay that egg I just it's now there basically forever and as long as there's an egg in that nest wherever they chose to lay and this is like several locations for us like many locations um they keep laying on they keep laying their eggs, wherever they know there is already an egg because that tells them this is a safe place. If you take all the eggs, 
then they're like, okay, this wasn't a safe place. I had to find a new place. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to know where that new place is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this we're obviously talking about if your hens are free-ranging completely and they start laying outside of their coop. It will happen. For sure. Um, sorry, so off on a tangent there, but everybody asked that question. So hopefully it helps you guys out a little bit. Um, okay, so moving, getting back to the chicken health, the things that uh, mites are common, sauerkraut is kind of common, but it is uh, not, it's usually only common if they have like an underlying health issue or if they're older and kind of getting to that point where, you know, they're not doing great. Um, and Merix and Coccidia. So we're going to touch on each one. Um, Sherry can take it away, starting with mites. Okay, so mites. We literally just had, Shauna just had a baby today that we put um, permectin powder. There are actually quite a few different ways to get rid of mites. Um, Mites are that, you know, little bugs on pretty much any animal. And like goats can get mites, chicken get mites. Now cats, um, even dogs, I guess sometimes. So most of the time, and with chickens for sure, mites cannot cross contaminate to humans so if even if you're handling a chicken and you realize it has mites don't freak out or your kids are handling it they're not going to get on you like they might crawl on you but they're not going to infest you if that makes sense um so uh yeah so the the best way for chickens to stay healthy so the hen that i had that had the baby she was actually inside of the barn on a clutch and we found her when, when it was already too late, like the eggs were already very much fertilized and on their way to being baby chickens. So we left her alone. She was kind of under some, uh, you know, equipment in the barn and stuff like that. So we let, let her be. For whatever reason, I've never had like a mite problem um, because our chickens are relatively healthy. They free range. They get everything they need. I'm not sure why this one baby was just covered in them. Um, so I, we got the powder. He's already doing so much better. Um, he's back with his mom and it's fine. So easy fix. You get it at the feed store. I'm sure you can get it online too for mites. Okay. So moving on to, um, things that aren't as easy to fix. Merix, if you have heard of it, it's Merix disease. It sucks. I've had it, um, a while ago, a few years ago. It is, um, if you're, you can have chickens and not know that they have it. And once they have it, they're going to have it for their entire life. They can give it to other chickens quite easily. It is not something that you can get rid of unless you're culling your, your flock. Um, and then even then it lives in the ground. It just, it sucks. So what happens is, um, And again, there's no treatment for it. And so if they have it, you can try to nurse them. Separate them. Yeah, separate. Nurse them back to health. And I think with with Merrick's, like, you just want to be proactive Mm -hmm. and try to avoid your chickens getting that just in general. Mm -hmm. Make sure Um, you're getting your chickens. Like, I know a lot of people like to get chickens from each other on different sites and stuff like that but I and even getting them I mean you you could get it from the feed store because like the chicks are coming over in huge mass quantities they don't know who has it and who doesn't so and the what to look for if your chicken has Merrick's is they usually have paralysis of the legs either one or both they are 
you know, have vision impairment, they lose weight, and they basically look like, you know, they can't walk and stuff like that. Some people get it confused with coccidia, which is also another common chicken ailment, because um, they look listless, just like with coccidia. They, so what I do when I am like, okay, this could be Merrick's or it could be coccidia, and you're not quite sure, with coccidia, you can't wait to treat because it's literally with chicks, it's like two days and they're dead. So right. you just get the corid and you can get that at your feed store right. and treat them immediately in their water. And if it is coccidia, they will be better within, within hours to the next day. They'll be completely better. If it's Merrick's, then obviously you have a longer road ahead of you. I've tried to take care of chickens. I had one that couldn't walk. And I tried to nurse it back to health. I know I sound like a crazy person right now, but I really don't like killing things. And so we tried to help it, um, but ultimately it ended up passing away. But see, and even, so that's a good point with that one that you had. You know, your others did not get it. You didn't have to cull your whole entire flock. No, but they definitely, it was definitely in the flock. Right, but I think, like, I think it's dependent upon the bird obviously how it's going to affect them absolutely and so if you it's can, actually similar to herpes in, in people there you go Ew. Ew. <laughs> so um, if you can you know identify it right away and then separate that bird like it's like completely separate where they're not using the same water they're not using the same bedding they're not in the same coop then you have a chance of saving the rest of your flock and then just kind of you know making that one that has it comfortable until i mean it's totally up to you, obviously. There's plenty of people that would just cull the sick one and just get it over with. We are not those people. Fine either way. So, yeah, I mean, there is a there is a possibility that, you know, you won't have to cull your whole entire flock, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, with coccidia, there's a little bit different of symptoms. They usually have, like, watery or bloody diarrhea and then the listlessness that we talked about. But because it has Merrick's and coccidia kind of mimic each other in the beginning, I have found personally... Um, the internet might tell you otherwise, but I found for personal experience that it's very close and I've treated with cord and then the birds are fine. And so obviously it wasn't Merrick's. So if your bird is listless, looking like it doesn't want to eat anything like that, I would try it with cord, separate it, treat it with cord and go from there. You'll know with within that day, within that, you know, that day to the next day, if it's working or not, um, there's no reason, you know, why you can't treat with Corid because the symptoms present so much the same in the beginning with Merrick's and with, you know, Coccidia. So just treat with Corid because even if they have Merrick's, like, it's not going to do them any harm. They're dummies with Merrick's. So they can't hurt is what I'm saying. Oh, we've had so many chickens pass away from multiple different things. It's very sad. And it's always your favorite. Don't have a favorite chicken, people, okay? The moment you have a favorite chicken, that <laughs> Don't chicken tell is... the universe which one is your favorite. Don't tell your friends, this is my favorite. I love him so much. We're bonded. I know. Because something Every is going time. to kill that chicken or it's going to die it's so some unfortunate annoying. death. It's, it's it just, so annoying. That's just how it goes. It I is. don't know. It is. I don't know. It's just like, it's stupid. Um, okay, so the last thing we wanted to touch for chicken health is sauerkraut. Uh, this is actually really easy to treat. It's disgusting, but it's easy to treat. And, um, but sauerkraut is basically just, um, like too much yeast in their crop. So it's like a yeast infection. They usually do not get it if they are a completely healthy bird, but not always. Um, we put apple cider vinegar in our chickens water um 
regularly because oh, I couldn't say that because um, <laughs> it helps you know with the probiotics and stuff like that. So it gives them that extra boost, and it's so easy and so inexpensive. So simple. So simple. Um, <laughs> so for the sauerkraut, if they do have it. I would definitely try to treat it. So how you know they have it is in the morning when you go out there, before you feed them, you notice one of your hens or whatever looking kind of blah, their crop will be full. They should have digested all that food that the previous yeah, night. through the, during the night. And it should not be full. If it is full, that means that they more they ha- probably have sauerkraut. So what you can do if they have, if it's not that bad, you can get um, plain yogurt and put, mix it in their feed. They love it, by the way. I don't know. Like, what? I don't know. Okay. Chickens love everything. Right, that's true. So they mix it in their feed and feed. make sure they're eating plenty of that. Again, the yogurt, just like with any yeast, it has the live bacteria in it. They eat it. It's good for them. It gets rid of the yeast. I had a chicken where you actually had to, I had to treat it um, using the, because when she would bend over, it was so, it got so bad. She was old. She was a Jersey giant. Her name was Lightning. <laughs> and Shauna's still a little broken about it. <laughs> so she had got it so much. She was just, you know how some women, they just like, uh, TMI, but some women just get yeast infections all the time. Like, this bird is just like, she got sauerkraut, like, all the freaking time. Like, Jesus Christ, what the <laughs> F is happening? Okay, so, and she would, to the point where when she would bend over, like, all the stuff that was in her crop would just liquid come out. And that's not good. And so you'd ha- what you do to treat that, if it's that bad, is you have to pick up the chicken and you lean them down so they're facing the ground, more or less. Not like completely upside down, but like tilted towards the ground. And then you massage their crop until they like basically, you know. Regurgitate. Regurgitate. Thank you. Crop. All of that. But here's the tricky part is you can't do it for too long because they have to breathe. So <laughs> you can't, you don't want them to choke. And so you have to do it for a few seconds and then give them breaks in between. And you'll it's very tempting to want to just keep doing it because they're regurgitating so much and you just want to get it all out and get it done with and they're shaking their head and it's disgusting. But um, <laughs> you got to like self-control Ew. and you got to like stop and let them take a minute. I thought I killed her a couple times and I didn't. Um, and then, you know, I, I probably did that for six months, like on and off. I would do it six months. Like, not all, I wouldn't do it every day or anything like that, but she would get, for six months, I would go out there, she'd be, like, fine for a few weeks, and then she would get sauerkraut again. She just kept getting it, because she was getting towards the end of her lifespan, and it was just, like, she was old, and she just would get this yeast very easily. Even with the apple cider vinegar, even with the yogurt, she just couldn't not get this, so I was just, like, obviously, there's probably something else going on. Anyways, I did it forever, and then... She was separated from everybody else because she was just getting old and kind of senile. And then she died. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, your That's work. Very underwhelming then, ending to that story. She died. <laughs> but if the chicken isn't toward the end of their life, it is worth it to save it. It was one of my son's favorite chickens. So that's why I was doing my darndest <laughs> to save this damn chicken. And I think I did a pretty good job, Sherry. I think six months. I is, think you did too. I think six Hats months. Hats off is. to you, ma'am. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. if anybody wants to know how to make a chicken throw up, get <laughs> hold of this gal. Tell you all the ins and outs. Uh, and on chicken setting, vomit, obviously, not for the faint of heart, people. Mm, okay, indeed. gotta gotta be able indeed. to do the nitty gritty and get in there and make a chicken throw up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting right on to 
feed for your chicken after talking about them throwing up. <laughs> mm, um, obviously, fresh water is also important. You can have automatic waterers. Um, we used to have automatic waterers, but I feel like our chickens like to break those. I don't know why. We have like crazy chickens. More so than other oh, people. I, I feel like automatic waters are just one more thing to break on your farm, and you already have so many things that are breaking all the time. Like, why add one more thing? Just get a bucket, fill the freaking <laughs> bucket with water. Like, it's, all, it's not a dispensable Unless concept. you have baby chicks, then you have to have, like, well, obviously. Like a chicken, and, and chick water, because they drown, like... They drown? Like, <laughs> I don't... Yeah, they, they drown. want to kill they themselves. Ju- they, they literally just, like, so don't fall into the bucket, and they'll just drown. So big bucket of water. You need a specific baby chick waterer. You can find them at your feed store. Please buy one if you have baby chicks. Don't give them a bucket. Don't even give them a cup. Just get a baby chick water. They'll drown in anything. They will drown in a cup. Not smart. Not even joking. So, yeah, fresh water, very important. And feed. Um, we feed uh, Elena pellet. Uh, we used to do the crumble quite a while ago. I feel like the crumble, they just waste so much of it. I agree. And... It gets so aggravating because it's, you know, it's not a cheap thing, but obviously they need the Elena for the calcium, for their eggs, and to keep themselves healthy. And obviously, you want healthy eggs, you've got to have healthy animals. Um, and then we we give like a, it's like a corn scratch mixture with our Elena pellets, and they just love it. And I think it basically gets them to eat, eat the pellets a bit more than if I just threw pellets on the ground. And then, of course, our chickens get an abundance of scraps from the kitchen. Ob- I mean, I don't know if it's obvious. It's obvious to me. We do not feed them any kind of meat because that's disgusting. I don't know. I They would eat it. They would. They would just freaking eat it. They would eat chicken. If you threw them pieces of chicken, they would eat chicken. I'm not even joking. I call them the garbage disposals of the animal kingdom because they legit are. But we give ours tons of, tons of scraps. We give them fruits, veggies, pasta, rice. Literally anything we have left over, anything that's slightly going bad. They love fruit. Um, that's a good, actually, way for, in the summer, a lot of chickens, they die of heat stroke. Again, not the brightest. But you can, like, freeze berries and stuff in ice cubes, in, like, your ice cube trays, and then throw it to them, and they'll peck at them, getting more water. You know, you put it in their their water, obviously, the ice cubes, and they'll right. peck at that, getting, and they'll drink more. Um but yeah, I, I don't know if that was obvious actually. So that's a good thing you said. Put it, put the ice cubes in their water dish. Oh, it wasn't obvious. It wasn't obvious. Oh, I sorry. was like, that was right in the ground, huh? <laughs> and it melt pretty quick in that summer sun. Okay, apparently, cherry. Well, <laughs> um, some people are super like organic feed. They want those eggs to be yeah, like you do you boo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. I the the Lena pellets we feed. They're yeah, it's a high quality. High feed. quality. Uh, it's not considered organic. It doesn't have like the organic label, but I am not too overly concerned with it. Personally. Some people, some people are. Some so people like, are. Yeah. Look into it. It's obviously going to be more expensive, but there's different. But they definitely need some type of Lena type feed yes. because it has everything they need in it. Yes. For chicks, if you have chicks that you're you're feeding. Um, you should get the medicated chick start because this will prevent things like coccidia. Yes. Um, and help them with, if they do have any kind of mites and stuff like that, it just is, it's already medicated. It's pre-medicated, so it helps with any kind of parasites and all that. So, um, and, okay, so one thing with the medicated feed, that is specifically for baby chicks mm-hmm. to prevent them from dying of all these little things they can just come up with. Um, Definitely keep it away from your egg-laying hens. 
you have to remember whatever your chicken eats goes into their eggs and then you eat that. So if your hens are eating medicated feed, then that medicated feed is now in your eggs you're eating. Or if you're culling them for meat, it's now in that meat that you're eating. So definitely keep point. medicated feed away from your hens. It needs to be separated. Don't leave it anywhere out because they will get to it. We we keep our babies and moms separate from the rest of our flock because it is just easier. Because our we have the coop open during the day and they free range, we always have a separate area for moms and babies and then we have another area for sick chickens so it's good to have extra pens available that are secure i know it is just one more thing but it's in the long run it saves you so much time and effort in you know protecting babies or oh yeah have you. yes you know, definitely like everything eats a baby chick by the way freaking everything everything Everything. I have an LGD who will eat baby chicks because he's a very, very bad dog. We love him dearly, but he, like one of my daughters, was just like walking around the property. She's out with her bunny or something. And Rainbow, he's a boy, he was sitting there and standing there and she was looking down at some baby chicks with his mom. And then all of a sudden she looks down again and she's like, wait, wasn't there six? And she looks at Rainbow and he had his mouth kind of like closed, but she could tell it's full. And she's like, Rainbow, do you have that baby chick in your mouth? And he literally spits out a live baby chicken and, like, plops on the ground all, like, drooly. Like, what the heck, dog? Like, you're supposed to be protecting these <laughs> they, things. They like to protect the older ones. The young ones are free game, though. You know? They, if they make a peeping sound, it's like, it sounds like a squeaky toy to a dog. they like, I want to consume it. I want to consume it. And, and I, I was to, like, these are stop free chicken from- <laughs> nuggets. They're delicious. You're not, you're never keeping me from them. So, so yeah. Protect your baby chicks. Put them in a separate area. It is so much easier. And, yeah. Um... Getting back to, what were we talking about? Feed. We're done with that. Good job, everybody. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I'm going to tell you guys something, and it might blow some of your minds, okay? Everybody, everybody asks us this. It's so weird to me. You do not need a rooster to get eggs. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys something, da, 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 da. and it might gross you out. And it might not. It might just be like an epiphany. You know those light bulb moments you have in your life, usually when you're a kid? It's going to be one of those for you right now. Okay, so for all the women in the audience listening, do you need a man around to have your period every month? Yes, you do not, right? I mean, actually, that would be kind of freaking awesome if I could just make my husband go away so I don't have my period. <laughs> that would be great. It doesn't work like that. And just like Nobody humans, would be chickens, living with their husbands. So th- what I'm saying is an egg is a chicken's period. I know it kind of sounds gross. The analogy is kind of weird. But it that is what it is, people. I'm sorry. It's science. And no, she does not need a rooster to have her period every day. And that sucks, right? A period every day? What the heck? Thanks. I know. Wow. And like, as in, as in a big egg, you got to like plop <laughs> out. Ouchie. Like, super um, But yeah, so no rooster needed. No rooster needed. At all. Like, they will lay eggs, I promise you. Once they get to an egg-laying age, which is usually around six to eight months, dependent upon the breed, you will have eggs. No rooster required. And honestly, it's probably for the best that you do not have roosters unless you, unless, okay, if your chickens are free-ranging, you probably want a rooster around. They do a very good job, most of them, at protecting their hens. And if you have, like we do, we have like a ridiculous amount of hens and roosters. We have like 100, something dumb. We have all these roosters, and then they each have a group or a harem, if you will, of yeah. hens. And it's that, um, so the the guidelines you should follow, so your hens, 
don't get completely raped on a daily basis is <laughs> wow one, <laughs> is one rooster per 12 hens yeah, that's how many they need isn't that like what what kind of guy you need 12 every day <laughs> like get a grip dude i know um like, okay slow your so you don't need a rooster, but if you do have them, make sure that they have enough hens because they can be pretty brutal. Um, they sometimes will have a favorite hen, and you'll be like, why does this hen never have feathers on her back? She looks horrible. Chicken saddles, people. Chicken saddles. It sounds really weird, and it might sound like a strange, weird... I don't really know. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say it. Okay, wrong. good. It's, it's rude, and there might be kids listening. So... Yeah, a chicken saddle. You can actually put this little itty bitty saddle on it, it, your it's hen. Like, it's more and like it a. It protects them. It looks it's like a, an apron. Yeah, it looks like an apron kind of thing. It goes over her back, and it you protects can make her them if from you're into so a rooster who's a little too. I don't want to say that word again. It, you know, who's a little too go and if he really, you know, somebody that he really likes that hen, and she's just like has, has had enough. You can either separate her, let her feathers grow back, but if the rooster is super into that hen, he. He's not gonna leave. He's her not alone. gonna leave her alone. The the chicken saddles help with that. Again, it's it's fabric. It sounds like you know, it's not like a saddle. You're putting a monkey on their back and like running around the yard. Like it's <laughs> it's like a. Although holy moly, <laughs> that would be cute. Can we? Because wow, like a little spider monkey. Be like woo. Um. So yeah. So chicken saddles. Again, you can make them yourself. There's uh, online. There's a bunch of different. Um. What are they called? For sewing. Patterns. Patterns. There we Good go. Job. You did it. Or you can purchase them. They're pretty cheap. They're all over Etsy. You know, again. Amazon, I think, even has some. Yeah, it's, it's so, but you can go on and check that out. If you are just wanting a hen, a rooster free flock and hens only, yeah, just don't get roosters. Pick up, they're called, it's pullets, people. It's pullets. That's, That's what, what you want. want. Don't just go to the feed mm-hmm. store and get baby chicks because most, like, honestly. Or get some from friends that they're like, this is a barnyard oh, yeah, mix. It's and, like, it's totally mix, good. You don't, we like, don't know what not, you're going to get. get mostly roosters. And especially if you live in a hot area. Do you know why? Okay, so when the hen is laying on her eggs, if she is a hot hen, meaning if she sits very hot, she sits for a long time on her eggs and doesn't ever give up. Okay, so the hotter those eggs are, the more chances you have of a rooster being born weird right so we live in northern california it's pretty freaking hot here during the summer and spring we have so we get so so many many roosters roosters in our clutches so many it's just not worth it so i would definitely suggest if you want only hens to make sure that you get pullets and they're a bit pricier obviously because they've been sexed and you know the gender you know the gender for sure so you're not going to pay like three bucks a chick uh-huh. like the normal price is it three bucks a chick i don't know is yeah, that something like that, that yeah. so we you're never, gonna be paying like seven bucks a chick or i don't even know what but it's definitely worth it because then you know you don't have any roosters and you don't need them you don't need them unless like i said unless your chickens are free-ranging and you you don't mind having a lot um having a few roosters depending is how fine much space you have yeah because they do really protect them and it's really yeah, adorable actually job. if you have if you have good roosters they'll even call their hens over with this little clucking noise whenever they find food and they'll let their hens eat first um that's adorable mm-hmm. and They're so very, they can be really they really can good. be really sweet and yeah. some roosters are better than others yes You'll, you can accurate. always have that one a-hole rooster but you it only we've takes had one really a-hole to ruin a party yeah <laughs> we've had really sweet ones too so we don't want to like put a bad taste in your mouth for roosters there some are like super super sweet um but yeah i think that's all we have today on chickens 
Again, go over to our blog to check out uh, our quiche recipe. And oh, and we'll also um, list how, if you are getting an abundance of eggs, how you can store your eggs not in a fridge and keep them fresh for up to a year. So check that out. Alrighty. And that's it, people. Thanks for stopping by our homestead. Our kind of homestead. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.